Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed's Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate.
and the conditions that qualify you for a card in Arizona are PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy and many other seizures, uh, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, uh, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, uh, cachexia, and I heard someone say that a way better way a little while ago. Got to figure that out. Wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis, and I think that's where Parkinson's um, and other things like that come into play. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification, health, and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can email thctucson at gmail.com. Check out the website, tumbleweedshealthcenter.com, and you can get us that way, too. And if you haven't checked out uh, our uh, radio show section, uh, check it out. Um, I'm going to read a little. I'm just going to read a little bit about each of our uh, wonderful women that are coming on in a, in a few seconds here. Just to guys give you a quick little bio, but they are right there. You can see their beautiful pictures on the website right there. Meryl Montgomery and Valerie Sakota, and I think I hope I'm saying the names right. Um, they're co-founders in, uh, of uh, uh, Barbary, a craft cannabis lifestyle brand for the ambitious cannabis consumer that likes to get lifted but keep their feet on the ground. I can't tell you how many people <clears throat> come to Tumbleweeds and they want to do just that. They don't they don't want to get wrecked, but they want to be able to like you know, um, get some energy, some motivation, some circulation, uh, and and some cannabis, and do it in a way that keeps them focused and energized. So these lovely ladies, are, um, and oh, okay, let's see, um, Valerie Sakota is also uh, co-chief executive officer Barbary, uh, and she was born and bred uh, in Oregon. She was raised by her grandparents because her mother struggled with drug and alcohol addiction since before she could remember. Her mother's struggle left her fearful of addiction and the influence of drugs and alcohol from a very young age. When she got older, she began experiencing regular migraines and bouts of depression. So she turned to cannabis as an alternative to addictive prescription medicine. Awesome. In college, the seed of Barbary was planted when she began looking for ways to dilute the potency of the weed so that she could remain productive exactly amidst her busy work and school schedule. She began researching other smokable herbs like lavender and mullein, which she discovered would influence not only potency but flavor and experience. Um, and when adult use was legalized in uh, Oregon, she began building a brand around the herbal spliff, better known as Barbary. Um, and Merrill built her career. Uh, she's an, also an Oregonian slash New Yorker mixer, and we have another New Yorker on the line with us today. Uh, a Midtown shark with a profoundly empathetic conscience, Merrill built her career as a digital and content strategist, working with brands like Casper, Bonobos, and Fit Fund to use data and content to drive their revenue goals. And you get a, ooh, left brain stuff scares me. That's awesome. I love people that can do that. I can't do that. <laughs> um, Meryl's job, however, lets her feeling unfulfilled and often bored. Meryl's co-partner, Valerie, introduced her to early concepts for Barbary, which spoke to her, a brand forward, low-dose cannabis company for the ambitious cannabis consumer. 
And with that, let's welcome Valerie and Meryl to the show. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. How's it going? It's going pretty oh. good, all things considered. <laughs> I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, it's early here for us. Where are you? We're based in Portland, Portland, Oregon. Oh, okay. So you're, yeah, you're needing some coffee right now. <laughs> I know, guzzling it. <laughs> exactly. Amen. Get a straw for that. So <laughs> I just gave a little intro. Um, we're really excited and happy to have you on the show. This is a different um, kind of brand and product and awareness. So we welcome you, ladies. And I'm not sure who wants to speak first or. Um, but tell us um, more about your your you know uh, use of cannabis and then the herbs that you found that are actually smokable because that's one thing that um, we always wonder um, about different herbs that you can and can't smoke that are okay you know physiologically for your body. Sure, I can start. Um, this is Meryl. So thank you so much first of all for having us. We're excited to be chatting with you as well this morning. Um, you know, Valerie and I have been friends for us uh, since since college, since Dallas first started mixing weeds with herbs together. And um, you know, we always looked at her like, "Girl, what are you putting in that joint?" And when she started sharing it, I think you know, it started to to open myself up and and a lot of our friends to this idea of like, "Oh wow, we can go to class a little stoned and actually do really well." It opened us up creatively and. Um, educationally in ways that we had previously been told otherwise we'd been told quite the opposite in fact and so you know that was the first right. and, and the start of our friendship and relationship and um, you know since then we've always grown as as friends first so you know after college Valerie helped me move out to New York we drove cross-country together um, we stayed close over those last you know 10-12 years and yeah you know actually it was 2016 um in august of last year when we were catching or august four years ago when we were catching up over drinks and you know just kind of seeing how how each other were in our lives and we're just both feeling i think pretty discontent with um sort of throwing Mm -hmm. all of ourselves into our careers and not really feeling the the full value and the full reward from that in fact feeling a little bit um abused (laughs) from putting so much of ourselves into these other people's companies um, okay. And yeah, I mean, she told me about the the early product concept and the brand idea of of mixing um, herbs that really had a specific effect and that could, could really help control the type of high that you were feeling and not only how high you got, but the way that you felt with it. I mean, the way that the botanicals work um, with your entourage effect, it really does support the overall experience to help you chill out when you want to chill out or to help you wind up when you want to wind up. Um, And not only that too, but the brand itself was something so fresh and original, even outside of the product. Um, We were really feeling, you know, since college, we've been pretty regular cannabis consumers you know, smoking as regular as daily cannabis consumers and, and being in New York and being a daily cannabis consumer, consumer, I was felt a little bit on the outside until you start talking to other people and you're like, wow, like everyone else is actually on some kind of drug, whether it's caffeine or cocaine or yep. cannabis. So one of yep. the, one of the three, um, they were really, it wasn't, I wasn't by myself. And so 
what we saw was that, okay, there's a lot of professionals and creatives that are using cannabis to help them in their lives, but there's no actual brand speaking, speaking to them and speaking to us. And so, um, you know, after Trump was elected in 2016, I think something really awoke within us where we felt empowered to say, fuck it and let's just try. And we went for it. Wow. And so we've been really, we've really been trying ever since. And here we are four years later, we, um, we launched our non-medicated line. So just the herbal blends, um, in 2018, mm. um, and then in 2019, we launched our CBD pre-rolls, and here we are in 2020, and we just launched our THC pre-rolls in Oregon and Massachusetts. Wow, congratulations. That's really awesome. <clears throat> How are sales going for everything? Are you doing well? Yes, yeah. I mean, we just launched in Massachusetts, and we're already getting word that um, we're sold out, <laughs> which is a yeah. good and a bad pro- problem, you know. I think it's now it's getting our yeah. supply chains really tightened up and working with our, our processing producer out there. Um, and, yeah, you know, we're one of the businesses. We, we launched our company in, um, on this idea that, you know, we weren't just going to be a single product in a single product category. We wanted to be um, – we wanted to be able to provide a consistent experience for everyone who was curious about trying cannabis, whether they lived in a recreationally legalized state or not. So that's why we have this unmedicated product so people can create their own herbal spliffs and their own dosages mm-hmm. and be able to buy it online. And so we're one of the businesses that when COVID first hit, um, and everything sort of really began to fluctuate. You know, we saw a lot of wholesale partners have to shut their stores for a temporary, for a time being. Um, we actually saw our e-commerce business really shoot up at that point. And so um, we've been fortunate enough to be able to, to build a business model that has not just one revenue stream, but multiple so that, you know, when things sort of get, get a little touch and go in one area, we've got some other streams that are helping to keep us up. Awesome. Now, let's talk about um, the herbs themselves. So, do you do you grow these herbs? Do you have local farmers? Where do you get your herbs? Yeah, so we source our herbs um, through kind of a mixture of different areas. We do work directly with some farms. In fact, there's um, a couple of farms here in Oregon, one that focuses on herbals, and then one that is our hemp provider, our primary hemp provider, um, and then for all of the herbs that we are unable to source directly with a farm, we work through distributors, but our, um, sourcing practice is kind of narrowed by a few restrictions that we've put in place. So we want to make sure mm-hmm. that the herbs are grown either organically or are certified organic, but we recognize that it's not an attainable certification for every farm. <clears throat> so for farms that are not certified organic, you know, we, we get COAs for everything, but we also independently test all of the herbs through um, a third-party lab here in Portland um, oh. to verify that they're clean, that they don't have any um, pesticides, and that they are, you know, quality herbs. And mm-hmm. so, you know, ultimately, with the herbs that, for example, Blue Lotus um, and Lion's Tail, which are both um, more exotic herbs that we incorporate into our blends, those aren't um, readily available within the state. So, <clears throat> excuse me, we source those 
in the countries that they natively grow, and we work with a distributor to um, to to get those. Um, so Thailand is is where you can often find blue lotus and <clears throat> lion's tail comes from a more dry southern climate. Um, so you can find it in um, South Africa. There's regions in you know south of um, South America that grow it as well. <clears throat> That's really awesome that you take the care to do that because they're, you know, um, it all starts with our earth, you know. So the fact mm-hmm. that you're, and not everybody can afford that organic label like you were talking about. That's a very expensive, not only, you know, little sticker, but process. Um, but it's really awesome to hear that you're sourcing that way. And so what yeah. what herbs are you using and what effects are they having on themselves. So we incorporate a few different herbs into each of our blends. We have three primary blends. So the first one is, we call it Muse, and it's more of our uplifting daytime blend. It's got raspberry leaf, um, sage, peppermint, and jasmine flower. And those bl- those herbs together um, create a bit of a clear-headed um kind of uplifted experience. And then when you combine that with hemp CBD or cannabis, it um, sort of uh, accentuates that, that focused, clear buzz that, you know, you might want when you're working or if you're taking a quick smoke break or you're still trying to be productive, but creative. <clears throat> and as Meryl right. touched on before, you know, you have the terpenes present in other herbs, not just cannabis. So the, the, um, component that makes the cannabis either sleepy or um, alert or that gives you uh, an appetite stimulation, those terpenes can also be found in many other botanicals. Um, one of the most common ones that people recognize is linalool, which is uh, mm-hmm. responsible for that relax- relaxing sort of sedating property of cannabis. You can also find that it's the primary terpene mm-hmm. in lavender. Um, that mm. brings me to our second blend, which we call airplane mode. And that blend mm-hmm. is really formulated to be relaxing and calming. <clears throat> it contains raspberry leaf, sage, which is um, present in all of our blends. We find that it's a really nice base. Um, and then mm. uh, the sort of active botanicals in our airplane mode blend are blue lotus, which I mentioned before, lavender and rose. And those three herbs, um, really take it to that uh, relaxed, sedating um, place. So uh, a lot of people report when they smoke our airplane mode blend, either alone um, or with weed or hemp, that they have a great night's sleep. It's it's one that people often turn to when they're looking to deepen their sleep. Um, Blue Lotus, in fact, is often used traditionally to help with lucid dreaming. And so um, it's really a nice kind of evening time blend. Um, and then our third blend, which is our, our kind of most recent, we have a lot of fun with it. It's We call it our party blend. It's called Car Sex. <laughs> and we formulated this oh, one because we were looking for a blend that um, basically could encourage that giggly, playful side of cannabis that people are often really looking for, um, but mm-hmm. it's not going to necessarily, you know, obviously get you so if you still wanted to take advantage right. of the potency diluting effects of the blends, uh, Carsex really um, is a, a great option there for people who just want to loosen up. So this one has raspberry leaf, 
it has white sage instead of um, sage officinalis. Um, so that's the only differentiation between the two bases in our blends. And then um, wild daga, which I mentioned before, and mullein. Uh, the wild daga is really the playful herb in this blend. It um, is, I also, you can call it lion's tail. It's got many names, but it's colloquially called wild daga, um, where it originates in <clears throat> South Africa, because when you smoke it alone, you can actually mimic some of the euphoric effects of cannabis. And so for people who don't have access oh. to cannabis, sometimes they'll turn to wild daga. So we incorporated a small amount of that into the blend. It's a really beautiful orange flower, and um, it's just a playful blend altogether. And then you add cannabis in, and it really, um, especially the way we dose with low levels of THC in our pre-rolls, um, you mm-hmm. get a really nice um, kind of lifted euphoric buzz. Awesome. Without being so high, you can't function. Exactly, yep. Yeah. That's one of the things that people come into our health center and they're so concerned. Um, they, they don't want to get high, and I say, you know, <clears throat> you know, it's not – high is a different term. for It's different for everybody. But I always say, you know, what's wrong with a little bit of happy, you know, and they giggle because you're right. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, yeah, exactly. There's so much in this planet going on today. I think we could all use a little giggle medicine, you know, like we need to like, you know, lighten up a little bit and, um, or a lot of yeah. it. And yeah. But yeah, um, I mean, when yeah, we oh, I was going to say, when we were first launching, especially now, THC potency was just really climbing. It was on the skyrocket. We were seeing potencies come in between 27, upwards north of 30% THC. And for, um, you know, as more states are coming to legalize and um, new consumers were entering the market, it's just, it was something that we saw as such an obvious problem where, you know, there's such high potency and we wanted to be able to give customers a sense of control again and this ability to know that they have will have it totally within their ability to really control how high they get. And they don't have to use all of the flour. They can mix in sort of these um, these filler type of botanicals to help them sort of level out their experience. And so, you know, our THC product, is a, it's, we call it our herbal spliff, but it does. It's inspired mm. from that tobacco spliff, right? But tobacco has never really sat well with Valerie or myself and um, – so it's the same kind of concept where you can mix in other smokable herbs with your weed to really help you kind of stabilize. Awesome. And how do you know um, which, how did you learn which herbs were smokable or not? Cause that can be kind of dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of research, a lot of trial and error. I mean, um, I'm a pretty cautious person. And so I looked deep into, you know, botanical handbooks and what are traditionally used as smoking blends and read guidance from the CDC. Uh, no, not CDC. The um, I'm spacing on it. The CDC, of course, is floating through the headlines these days so much. Um, right. The uh, botanical kind of governing body. Um, and ultimately, uh, you know, landed on herbs, which are pretty, pretty commonly used. We didn't venture out, um, and, you know, try and experiment with anything super obscure, but, um, you know, the general kind of guiding principle is that if it's been used traditionally without any harm demonstrated, um, uh, then it is, you know, considered safe until otherwise proven. So, 
that we followed that right. um, guideline and um, incorporated traditional smoking herbs, but played around with our own formulations and combinations. Um, raspberry leaf, which I mentioned is the base of all of them, is a pretty neutral um, base, and we incorporated that for one because it provides a nice um, sort of sweet uh, smoke base, but it's not very polarizing and it doesn't have its own um, strong effects such as, um, right. you know, the relaxation that you get with lavender. And so it, it created right. a nice pillow for us to layer on a few, um, a sort of cocktail of other herbs that could contribute. But, you know, you have to be mindful of um, the terpenes or the, the flavors of the herbs being too overwhelming when they hit the back of the throat. You, you also want to be careful there because that can create a very uncomfortable experience um, or uh, even just going too far down a certain effect profile. You know, our brand mantra is really about finding moderation and um, finding what is your comfortable I think level of high or buzz, whether that is a high potency right. experience or if it's a really low dose, um, we don't discriminate there, but we want to create a, a set of tools essentially that allow you to find that comfort zone within a kind of attainable um, onset. So a lot of times, for example, when people smoke a joint, especially first time users or people who do have a really low tolerance, they might take uh, three or four hits and all of a sudden realize that they are way more stoned than they want to be. Um, with our products, the concept allows you to take in that THC slower. Um, so it's, you know, mm -hmm. potentially the same amount of THC, but it's filled with other herbs that help moderate how much you're consuming with every inhale. And by slowing down the consumption of that a little bit, even, you know, from two hits within a minute to, the equivalent of two hits within five minutes, you feel it come on mm -hmm. almost in real time and you're able to cut yourself off when you're comfortable and expect that it's not going to necessarily grow too much more beyond where you're comfortable. Um, and, and that's really something that um, with the exception of maybe some vapes, um, I would say mm. the industry that we've found hasn't quite addressed uh, is being able to dose yourself almost in real time um, and, you know, cut yourself off when you really reach that ideal plateau. Right. Well, and it sounds like um, you encourage microdosing like we do because, like, you, mm -hmm. you know, you can, you can always add more, but you can't take away. So it's almost like the, the yeah. joint is helping you regulate um, <clears throat> your intake so that you don't overdo it. It sounds like that's what you're yeah. saying, but with – with a whole lot of other um, really amazing herbs that do so much more. I'm, I, I'm happy in the science that's coming out with all the terpenes and everything like that. We're finding out, you know, why we like certain things and how they react, you know. Um, and since mm -hmm. we do all react differently with them, do you have a chart that people can say, you know, maybe I need uh, white sage and raspberry instead of, regular sage or, you know, I might need some orange leaf or whatever you have. Do you have a, a chart for people to kind of pick? Because I know you have loose herbs that people can kind of, can they just sprinkle it into their regular joints or if mm -hmm. they want? 
Yeah, we don't have a chart, but we do have on our blog, um, our, our we have our kind of THC or CBD and herbal um, e-commerce shop. It's called barberryshop.com. And on that, we have a blog where we put a lot of information about the products and just sort of general um, peripheral topics. But we do have um, a botanical guide. So um, folks can go to our website. They can look at each herb broken down and the, um, you know, benefits or the um, effects that go along with each herb. Um, beyond that, you know, we we outline the effect profiles of each of our blends really clearly so that people know what they're, what curated experience they're getting. Um, but mm -hmm. with cannabis and honestly with any kind of self-medication or recreation, um, it's mm -hmm. really important for people to understand that what might be good for me is not good for you and what, or not necessarily good for you um, in terms of comfort right. level or expected experience. Um, and, you know, we, we really do encourage people to take control of their experience, educate themselves, really, you know, take a, make a journal and note down which strains and which terpenes within those strains were really nice or were uncomfortable for you so that you can start to understand that terpene profile um, that works for you. If there's any other constituents within the hemp or cannabis that you're taking in, that seem to agree or, or not agree or that are giving you the desired effect. Um, and then use that as a really good basis as you're looking at, and it's a similar principle when you're taking in other smoking herbs too. Um, or even if you're taking right. in caffeine, you know, not everybody uh, responds well to coffee-based caffeine, but green tea caffeine is fine. And, you know, what's the difference between those two? Um, so, you know, the kind of bottom line is be mindful, do your research, um, do poke into what is present within the um, cannabis or hemp products that you're consuming. Um, and the best way to have a good experience is to be educated about what works well for your body. Absolutely. And um, it's kind of like a trial and error right now with things because people there are so many strains out there and this is another question I was going to ask you um, there are so many different types of strains and like you were saying the THC levels can be through the roof in these things um, which some people don't mind um, and I loved how you said you didn't discriminate <laughs> against that because I just tell mm -hmm. people I don't care why you're using it if you want to if it's recreational um, Dr. Lester Grinston said it was an enhancement for him. You know, how, how it's spiritual mm -hmm. for some people, pain relief for others. Um, so how do you talk about what strains to pair with which, with which herbs? Oh, sorry, that was oh, me. Okay. Um, oh, you know, sorry. I think when I it comes it. to... When it comes to kind of figuring out what strains to match with each herb, we really recommend people go with the experience that they're looking to achieve. Um, again, you know, we mm -hmm. ourselves, even entering the, the industry, we weren't um, cannabis aficionados in the sense that we were obsessing over cannabis in every element of our lives. We were building careers, building families, you know, we were um, focusing sort of outwardly and cannabis was just sort of a tool in our peripheral. And so that's really been our experience when shopping for cannabis as well as it's, um, okay, I want to use 
I want to smoke right now because I'm going to be doing some um, creative writing for the next few hours. I want to make sure that I'm, you know, got a clear head for that or whatever it is that task may be. Um, and then really using cannabis to, to fit that mold. Um, Menle, um, who is a woman, she's, she's based out of um, Mexico City, um, and she actually just launched a brand, a CBD brand called Chula. Um, she is a, a really great expert when it comes to curating different terpenes and strains um, when it comes to cooking in cannabis. And so she actually created um, a guide on strain pairing. Again, it can be found on our, our blog as well. And so, um, and her experience is very similar. I think it's, it comes down to the strains that you know your body likes and that you're comfortable mm-hmm. with and you're familiar with after um, your own sort of experimentation journey. And then our herbs can come in and help support that experience um, based off of one of our three experience-based blends that we have. Yeah, and to piggyback off of that too, um, you know, we do for our own products where we are mixing hemp or cannabis in with the pre-roll, with the herbal blends into a pre-roll, we pay attention to the terpene profile. So for our Muse pre-roll that's in dispensaries, we um, paired it with a cannabis that was, um, that had an uplifting profile. Um, We also, because it had um, a, a minty profile, we wanted to pair it with more of a citrus forward um, cannabis just for those mm-hmm. who maybe do have a, a more refined um, cannabis flavor palette. Um, that was, you know, a fun um, kind of cocktail pairing, really. Um, so, oh, yeah. you know, in in our uses, we will pair the effect with a similar profiled cannabis strain. Um, but that being said, you know, I've also taken um, some of our like more relax our airplane mode relaxing blend. And I've paired that with an uplifting um, strain before when I want to be a little bit more social, but I'm still looking for the um, kind of chill <laughs> uh, effect. Um, so you can, you can mix and match. Absolutely. It's just, you know, again, I know we're a broken record, but being mindful about which strains you're you're mixing with um, and the way to know what you're going to experience is by paying close attention to the terpene profile that's present in those strains. As well as, the oh, potency, absolutely. of course, uh, the THC potency, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, which a lot of people are afraid of <laughs> these days. Yeah. We get a lot of older folks that come in and they just, um, they don't want anything to do with having a high whatsoever. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, we, again, talk about microdosing. But th- this is a, mm-hmm. a nice concept for people that want a different kind of uh, effect uh, because yeah. herbal plants do just that. Um, now, is this along the same lines as, like, the Native American connect and things like that? They use the same kind of herbs in their blends as well. Um yeah, yeah, I mean, herbal. Uh, oh, oh, go, go ahead, ahead Meryl, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, herbal blends are certainly not a new concept, and we've never, um, you know, we've never been like, oh, we we invented it. We definitely have honored and recognized that they have been around for hundreds of years, if not longer, and um, used for traditional um, uh, religious as well as recreational and ceremonial um, other purposes in almost every indigenous culture has had some sort of herbal 
blend sort of incorporated into those practices. And so, um, you know, when we were forming these blends, we did a lot of research into traditional smoking blends and found some commonalities between them all. And so, um, yeah, I think mm-hmm. it, it is very much inspired and, and continues to grow the story of herbal smoking blends. And um, we see our role in that as bringing, you know, our, our vibe and our brand to that type of experience and evolving that conversation now into um, into today's time. Yeah, absolutely. There, it's beautiful when you, you look at, uh, because I myself would like to try the airplane mode, and now I, I have a question. You said something about lucid dreaming. Is this something that's going to calm that down or increase that? <laughs> yeah, it so, will encourage you know, it. Lucid, yeah, Blue Lotus oh. is a really incredible herb. It has a long history of being both um, a natural sedative and a very mild psychoactive, depending on how it's used. And so um, we have heard from customers that, you know, the Blue Lotus in our um, airplane mode blend, it has done a wide range of things from, um, you know, giving them the best night's sleep of their life to, yeah, tapping into some of these more lucid dreaming moments. Now, lucid dreaming, just like any sort of... um, spiritual or or internal investigation, it it comes with practice. And so um, it's not going to be like a a key unlocking this, um, you know, whole other world of lucid dreaming. It does take a good element of practice and mindfulness to kind of get to that that point. And we do use quite a a little amount of it um, just to make sure that, you know, that we're in compliance with a lot of different states and various regulations around some of these botanicals. And so um, even getting our product to market in Oregon, you know, we had to show a whole lot of research showing that Blue Lotus is not a psychoactive that's not going to get you high when you smoke it. And in fact, a lot of those psychoactive purposes come in from other processing factors, so turning it into a tincture, for example. Um, And so, you know, it's one of those things that it does help with that element of it, that sedative and psychoactive element when it is smoked. But um, ultimately, yeah, if you're doing any lucid dreaming practice, I think there's a lot of other steps that you're going (laughs) to take to to get to that point. It's funny, too, even, you know, Blue Lotus has... Um, when we were doing our research, we discovered back in um, ancient Egyptian times, it was turned into a wine and used for orgies. Like it goes, it has a long history. Awesome. It goes way back. <laughs> I love it. The many uses. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, can mm-hmm. you make these, can you turn these into teas? Because they look so beautiful. The packaging is great, but the herbs themselves just look like you could put them in a little tea bag or something. You know? Can you drink this too? Yeah, yeah. So when we first launched the brand, we launched with the uninfused uh, herbal blends in the jars. And the um, kind of formulation decisions that went into that allowed us to ensure that not only are they smokable, but that you could use it as tea if you wanted. And you can also burn them as incense. Um, At the end of the day, it's a little jar of herbs, and they have many uses. So um, however you want to use herbs, you can use these. We've even sprinkled them into the bathtub um, for a nice kind of evening, um, pretty experience. But, um, yes, they are all effective as teas. And some of the sort of more medicinal benefits that people turn to some of these herbs for um, 
can be brought out more so in the tea form than in the smoking form. So mullein, for example, in our Carsex blend and white sage, um, those activate uh, a lot of times people will use them for respiratory when they're going through like a cold and they want to kind of clear some phlegm. Um, you can hmm. sip mullein and white sage as a tea um, and, you know, it may help soothe that experience. And so um, whereas, you know, uh, smoking the herbs, sometimes when you have a respiratory um, you know, ailment, you might not be in the mood to smoke. And, you know, so take it as a tea and enjoy the kind of benefits or the flavor profiles or the relaxing experience um, that is unlocked as a tea as well. Yeah, and you might even be able to use it as like a, a, a mist or something, you know, like old school where yeah. you put it on the stove. Yeah. yeah. In fact, we um, <laughs> last month we partnered with another brand and created a honey syrup um, with our Carsex blend. And so um, that really is used for many purposes, but another way to kind of unlock the um, – more remedial benefits of some of the herbs and the flavor. So, you know, you simmer the, the herbs on the um, stove for a while in water to really brew out the um, components of it and then add some honey in and let that um, simmer down. And you have a really nice uh, thick flavored honey syrup that you can throw in your tea. You can take by the spoonful or drizzle on ice cream, mm. whatever, whatever your heart desires. Ooh. I like the ice cream part. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. So, do you guys give um, classes about all all of this? You guys are very knowledgeable, you know, from from start to finish. Do you offer education to your uh, clientele? Says um, regularly, but we do have educational content that we put on our blog, um, and we also, if you sign up for our email newsletter. Um, we have a lot of good um, kind of educational content that comes out through there. Um, you know, occasionally we will do Instagram lives or, um, you know, do some content on our Instagram that educates about the blends or participate in um, panels and, uh, you know, different kinds of industry uh, cannabis focused um, educational moments. But we don't have our own educational platform at this time um, that is sort of ongoing classes. Well, there's a lot of information on your website, that's for sure. Um, tell yeah. folks, uh, where where can, so it's barberyshop.com. Um, where else can people find you? Yep, barberyshop.com. Um, and on there you'll find we have a, um, a page that shows all of the retail locations that you can find our products. We're also available to, um, you can purchase on our website and we ship anywhere in the U S. Um, and then in Oregon and Massachusetts, we have our products in dispensaries and this is our THC infused product as well as our herbal smoking blend. Um, and so, um, to find out more information about our THC line, you can go to barberryherbals.com. Um, and that explains the product and then where to find it as well. All right. Um, and so who's, so you're, you have THC infused. Is that, are you, is it, uh, how are you infusing that? If you don't mind me asking. Is that a herb Yeah, it's or? flour. It, yeah. What? It's just oh, flour. Cool. Yep. 
Yeah, so they're a low-dose pre-roll. So each um, each pre-roll, we, we keep low-dose. Um, so in Oregon, um, it's just under around 3% per pre-roll. And in Massachusetts, actually, they're a little bit higher. They're at 10% per pre-roll. Um, and, you know, really it is that we take different flower strains that have that uplifting um, and sort of clear-minded effect. We went for that effect with these pre-rolls, and then it's mixed with our Muse blend, so peppermint, sage, jasmine, and raspberry leaf. Nice. Awesome. Oh, go ahead. Well, um, let's see here. I, there was another question I was going to ask about the um, the herbals themselves, and I, it slipped me, but anyway... Um, so in your shop, you've got herbal embellishments, and then um, you can hit everything. The embellishments are those. Um, what's, are, is that something you can? My computer's slow here. Can you put that in with whatever it is you're smoking? Can I hit this in a bong, <laughs> or is that too intense? <laughs> no, I think the embellishments really comes into the. Um, you know, into the whole concept of a, of a lifestyle brand, right? So it's products that can really fit um, for that that low-dose consumer or for that more design-minded consumer or, or whatever they may be. Um, and so, it, yeah, we've taken our botanicals and been able to um, bring on some other brands that really work well with it at the moment. So we worked with an artist down in um, Texas who helped us create these really beautiful ashtrays and incense burners um, that, you know, can work well with when smoking our products as well. We really um, sort of rally behind this idea of partnership and collaboration. Um, there's so many other players in the space. And so when we're looking to help, you know, one of our, to grow our brand, working with other women or other minority and BIPOC-owned companies um, in the community has been a way for us to sort of support each other up and, and build up each other's brands um, and help each other grow. And so um, when we first launched, launched the website, this idea of bringing on um, a few other of our uh, brands that could help sit well and, and promote our products nicely. And, um, you know, we've sold out of a lot of those, and we've con continued to kind of iterate how – these other embellishments are going to play into our brand. And so for 2021, we've got some, some new types of product categories even launching and sort of expanding beyond some of the smokable, even that smokable element and going into some other sort of mm -hmm. um, um, consumption methods. And um, we've been able to, we're, we're in the process of growing that right now. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was really excited about the multicolored matches until I saw they were sold out. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, I was like, dang it, those are really awesome. <laughs> oh, that's neat. Um, so what, can you tell us what other kind of future products you got? And can you give us a little sneak preview? Yeah, so um, coming out in just a, a month or so, we are launching a partnership with a company called Amora. Um, it's O-M-U-R-A. And we're really excited about this. It's, um, you know, we actually did an accelerator program um, at the beginning of 2019. And so we had the privilege of um, sitting with a lot of um, really brilliant minds that are um, experts in sort of growing cannabis businesses from investment to business development, to marketing, and a whole different type of strategy touch points. And from quite a few of them, we were getting encouragement to go into the vape space and um, you know, Valerie mm -hmm. and I, we've, we've never been big 
vapors, I guess you can say. We've always really loved smoking and that ritual of smoking and, and sort of the sensation of it. Um, and it never felt really true to our brand. And so with the Omora, it's actually, um, it's, it's kind of like a vape. It's like a Pax, for example, right, where you can use dry herb and it heats it up to mm -hmm. a certain degree where it releases that steam almost or that vapor. So with the Omora, mm -hmm. it's a similar type of concept. They, they call it a heat, not burn. And so we're creating individually dosed um, CBD smokable sticks. And um, what you do is you stick it into the Omora device and those sticks actually heat up and releases that vapor into it. And so it's sort of a sidestepping outside of the combustion space um, and into uh, more of that vapor kind of component. Um, yeah, we're really excited about that. So that comes out within, you know, probably within the next month or so. Um, and we're going to be able to get that into shelves before holiday. Wow, that's a really awesome concept because a lot of times um, people burn the heck out of their herb when even when they're vaporizing, uh, and it just it always tastes like burnt popcorn to me. <laughs> In the you know nine years we've had this business, yeah. When I try, I'm not I like my bong <laughs> or or yeah. old <laughs> at the end of the night. Um, but yeah, I haven't been a big vape person myself. But this sounds really interesting. It sounds um, sounds nice not to burn it, <laughs> to heat it rather how it's supposed to be done, to keep everything. Totally, you know, yeah. I mean, the, the benefit of that heating element is that you're able to, um, you know, not immediately scorch all of the different terpenes and flavors that are that you're looking to consume. And so by this sort of heating and slowly heating technology, what it's able to do is release a lot of those terpenes and flavors um, and sort of toast them over time. And so every inhale is going to be sort of a richer and deeper flavor. It's kind of like almost like the opposite of wine, right? Like when you decant it and you want to open up a lot of those nodes, it sort of changes over time. So if you have a bottle of wine sitting up and sitting out and open for, you know, a few hours, it's going to taste a little bit different than when you first uncork it. And those flavors really deepen and richen. Um, it's a similar experience with this um, heating technology. And that's why I think we're excited about this partnership is because we're bringing in our, our knowledge base and our botanicals that we've really trusted and vetted um, into this type of product so that the flavor experience should be pretty um, robust. Well, yeah, and also the effect as well. Now, is this something you're going to be able to put um, cannabis into as well, or is this just a CBD, or is this just an herbal blend? Yeah, to start, we're launching with our CBD um, with our CBD line, and then from there, of course, we want to be able to to grow into the THC. Being, um, you know, a lean startup, we have to take things about three steps ahead at a time. So <laughs> we do a, we do yeah. as much planning as we can, but ultimately, especially being in the cannabis industry, we have to be ready for things to change at a moment's notice. And so right now it's just going to be CBD, but, you know, if things go well, who knows? Um, maybe you'll see us in Arizona soon with our THC line. And congratulations, by the way. We haven't talked about how you just legalized. Um, adult cannabis. Um, are you like so excited about that, or um, I oh, imagine so, right? No, I'm not the person to <laughs> be excited about it. It, it was um, it, it 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 was not a very well written initiative. So um, mm. I yeah, we didn't vote for it. 
Um, yeah, it was, it, we see that in a lot yeah. of states. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, being in New York for so long, that that was a big problem with New York is that they weren't including equity um, in it at all. In fact, the lack of equity um, has been a pretty big problem in Oregon as well with legalized cannabis. And so, um, yeah, I imagine how those bills are written can be pretty specific, <laughs> and it needs to be really yeah, taken into account. They do, and the the challenge is people don't read them um, themselves, mm-hmm. and then you know it's 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 nice that the medical program is still in place because um, we're we're going to find that a lot of people will still stay in the medical program. You get a lot more protection, yep. and a lot more benefits, and a lot more cannabis. Um, yeah. So. I think I think that'll and you know it's good to talk to a doctor about what's going on you know especially if it's for medical reasons so um, yeah but thank you for for saying that <laughs> there are a lot of excited people in the state but I think that's because they didn't read the initiative <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah um, it's nice that people are going to have access to it um, you know and I guess that's the benefit that that more people will just be able to go out and get it if they want it and. I just hope they get products like yours that are safe and tested um, and true to um, the organization's mission uh, because it's super important uh, for us. We've been in this business uh, nine years uh, in just a few days here. Um, and mm-hmm. it's, we've seen a lot of bad products out there, you know. Um, yeah. So it's nice to know that you're taking such care from, from ground up, you know, um, and it looks like, you know, it, you know, your is nice. Um, it looks like you, you're, you're working with, you know, people that looks like they care about what they're doing, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when Valerie and I first started the company, um, even when we were catching up over drinks before we even launched the company, it was one of the reasons why we felt so disencouraged by our careers and, and by our, our um, you know, journey up until that point is it, um, we felt pretty unfulfilled that we're spending so much time in a day for making other people millions and millions of dollars and not really right. contributing to the larger narrative of, of us as humans, of our society, and, and of the health and well-being of, of our communities. And so when we launched Barberry, we knew we were going to be a values-driven company and um, and, you know, it's something certainly even all of our investors are aware of that this is something that we're in such a critical moment of history, not even just with cannabis legalization, but with what we're seeing with Black Lives Matter um, and and all of these different social movements that are really pushing conversations forward. Now is so much more important than ever to have businesses to be involved in those conversations and to be showing that you can actually be thinking of people and communities and it's health above your profits and above just market expansion. And that when Mm -hmm. you do that, when you put the people first, that's when you actually see these greater success stories come through. You know, when the community knows that we're looking out for them just as much as they're looking out for us, it it is a symbiotic relationship and one that we're enjoying and and loving being able to be a part of. And and absolutely, we're all human. We all deserve the best health and happiness. And we all deserve to Mm -hmm. be, you know, a, a part of this if that's what we want to be. Um, mm-hmm. And it's you know, right way just ensures that you know uh, from the beginning you're setting off on the right foot. So we applaud you for that. It's not an easy thing to do, 
Um, so congratulations on that, and congratulations on your product coming up. We're just about running out of time here, but I want to say thank you so much for reaching out uh, and coming on the show and, and sharing all your thoughts and your products with us, and um, we wish you the best, and who knows, wink, wink, maybe we'll get you down and uh, your products down in Tucson soon. <laughs> um, yeah, and just thank you so much for um, all your efforts out there um, to do things you know, the right way. Oh, I did have one question. Barberry, where does that come from? <laughs> we get this question all the time, and I wish that I had a more compelling answer. Um, but the truth is <laughs> that it was sort of a stony brainstorm. And, you know, just looking at different words and cutting them in half and combining other words and just um, looking essentially for a name that was relatively gender neutral and that sounded sort of strong and empowered. Um, and that we came up with Barberry. Um, there's not, there's not a really great story behind it, but that's the truth. <laughs> well, that's part of what really invoking the theme of balance and this idea of sort of gender neutrality. And so, um, being able to convey both of those elements is something that um, definitely was put into consideration with some of those word chopping and dicing moments. Um, just being able to really continue to promote that balancing effect within even the name itself. Yeah. Well, and even ha the the word itself, your logo it, with the A's and mm -hmm. how that's written, it's really, it's powerful, but it's nice. You know what I mean? So uh, awesome job. Thank you so much for coming on air with Thank us. You. Um, you can check out barberryshop.com for all your um, herbal needs there. And um, we'd love to have you on again uh, in, a, in a while. Tell us how things are going. And um, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's a pleasure speaking with you. Have an awesome day. Yeah, you too. Take care. Thank you. You too. All right. Meryl Montgomery and Valerie Dakota of BarberryShop.com. Check them out. Um, beautiful products. They're really awesome. I would. I think we'd love to have them shop here in, in a, a Tumbleweed Sales Center. That would be awesome. And, um, geez, we are almost out of time. So let's see. We do have some uh, more interviews coming up. You can, uh, you'll find those on the website. Check it out at tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. And uh, let's see what else is going on. Uh, that's about it for the show today. Let me get to our little funky groove here, which I just didn't even get to. So here it is. Thank you for joining us for Wednesday, Wednesday, folks. Valerie and Meryl, thank you for coming on air. Pleasure speaking with you today. Best of luck to you and your products. Um, and like we've got some other interviews coming on. Check out tumbleweedhealthcenter.com. Come down to get certified at 486 East Broadway Boulevard. And uh, just, well, do hits Today's going to be kind of stressful. The next few days are going to be kind of stressful. Be nice to each other. Hug. Say kind things. Share your joints with each other. <laughs> and uh, remember, as always, be smart, be safe, and educate. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, next week, 
seven, a, well, a week away. We got our anniversary for nine years. September week. You all have an awesome day. Smoke some weed, a whole lot of it, and eat it. And thank you again, uh, Valerie and Meryl, for coming on the show. Barberryshop.com. Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Have an awesome day. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.